Well, thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. You know, there are so many beautiful pictures in the scripture that point to Jesus as our Messiah, and they point to him as our Savior. They point to the work of his salvation. You know, as we've talked about over the last several months, uh, as Jesus reminded us, the Torah, the writings, the writings of the prophets, the Psalms, Proverbs, the all of these things, they all point to him. And all of the aspects of the nation of Israel's life were the instructions given to them by God, uh, the way they were to live, of the feasts of the Lord, the holy days, the, 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 the Moedim, the sacred days, the feasts of God all pointed to him. Sabbath pointed to him. The new moon points to him. Passover, feast of unleavened bread, feast of first fruits, feast of Pentecost, feast of the blowing of the trumpets, uh, the day of atonement, Yom Kippur, and then of course Sukkot, the feast of tabernacles. They all point to Jesus and all the aspects of these feasts all point and paint pictures of his finished work. There's a passage in the book of Gospel of John where Jesus has gone up to the city of Jerusalem during the Feast of Sukkot, during the Feast of Tabernacles. And in the midst of this feast, Jesus makes a startling declaration concerning himself to all of the people who were present there. And of course, the city of Jerusalem was burgeoning with crowds, hundreds of thousands of people who had shown up from all over the world for the feast of Sukkot. And in John chapter 7, verse 37, John records on the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart or his innermost being or his belly, will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive, for as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Everything that Jesus did was calculated. It was under the guidance of the Father and the Holy Spirit, and everything that he did had significance and meaning this incident is certainly one filled with significant. This is on the last day of the celebration of the festival of tabernacles or of Sukkot. It's called uh, Hoshana Rabbah, literally the great day, the last day, the great day of the festival. It is a significant day. It is the climax of the Feast of Tabernacles. And all through the seven days of this feast, there was a special priest who had carried water in a golden pitcher from the Pool of Siloam, and it was going to be poured into a basin at the foot of the altar by the high priest. Now, what this symbolized was prayer for rain, and that was going to begin the next day on Shemini Atzeret, and it's also pointed toward the outpouring of the Holy Spirit 
on the people of Israel. Now, the rabbis associated the custom with Isaiah 12, 3, where it says, With joy you shall draw water from the wells of salvation. Um, it's interesting, as one writer points out, that the holiday used to be celebrated and reflection, reflecting on how it used to be celebrated, Moroccan Jews today pour water on each other on Sukkot. Now, the seventh-day water pouring was accompanied by priests who would blow gold trumpets, the Levitical choir singing sacred songs, and then the ordinary people who were present waving their palm branches and chanting what is known as the Hallel, Psalms 113 to 118, which includes in its closing verses in Psalm 118, 25 through 27, these words, Adonai, please save us, or please save us, Hoshia or Hoshana, Adonai, please prosper us. Blessed is he who comes in the name of Adonai. We have blessed you out of the house of Adonai. God is Adonai, and he has given us light. So the words when they would say this, please save us, this led to this day being called Hoshana Rabbah, the great Hosanna. So the prayer obviously had messianic overtones when it was used even by Jesus in his triumphal entrance into Jerusalem just a few days before his execution. And it was a prayer for salvation. They were praying for save, being saved from sin. Um, it was Many of them believed that on Hashanah Rabbah, it was the absolute last chance to have their sins forgiven for the year that was, you know, their opportunity, final opportunity to be inscribed in the book of life. Um, because on Yom Kippur, they believed that that inscription would be sealed. Yet in the tradition of the Jews, they believed that there was still an opportunity for forgiveness all the way up to Hoshana Rabbah. And Jesus is revealing to them that in the midst of this water pouring, in the midst of this trumpet blast, in the midst of all the waving of the palms and the psalms being sung and the joy, the ec ecstasy that was being experienced on the part of the people seeking forgiveness, in the presence of all the divisions, there were 24 of them of the priesthood, Jesus cried out, if anyone is thirsty, let him keep coming to me and drinking. Whoever trusts in me, as the Torah, the Tanakh says, Scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from his innermost being. This is a fulfillment of, uh, you know, you can look and see in Isaiah 44, 3, 55, 1, 58, 11. The woman at the well, we find back in John 4, Jesus is talking about live, giving her living water. Um, and so they understood Jesus is telling them, if you're looking for salvation, if you're looking for the forgiveness of sins, here I am. He was declaring to them, he is the Messiah. And if your soul is thirsty, come and keep on coming. Drink and keep on drinking. I am here. And if you believe upon me, in your innermost being, there's not going to be just one river, but plurality, raging waters of living water flowing out of you for a thirsty world 
that needs to drink from those living waters. That living water is the Spirit of God, the presence of Christ in every believer. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the living water in you. It's interesting how when we look in the book of the Revelation, in chapter 21 and 22, and John sees the city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, we are told that this city, John is shown, is the bride, the wife of the Lamb, which we know to be the believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, both Jew and Gentile. And we're told in chapter 22 in the first five verses that from the throne of God, from the place where God rules, living water flows out from under his throne and it goes through this city to the nations. The nations are healed by the tree of life, which is on either side of this river and it's bearing fruit 12 months out of the year and the leaves of the nation are for the heal the leaves of this tree are for the healing of the nations this living water is flowing in the midst of the bride of Christ the city of God it is flowing from our innermost being this living water provides life to others in the sharing of the gospel in our expressing the love of Christ to people when we show people and demonstrate to them his love his goodness his mercy his grace by the way that we live this living water is flowing out of us. We are satisfied. We become satisfied and our thirst for life is quenched in Christ. Our thirst for the forgiveness of sins is quenched in Christ. Our thirst and our desire to be pure and holy is quenched in Christ. It is him and our union with him that brings this satisfaction to our soul. Jesus, in this instance, is publicly declaring that he is the Messiah. And if you are thirsty today, you can find satisfaction for your soul by believing on him, by trusting in him as your Lord and as your Savior, by crying out to him and say, Lord, give me this water. I want you. I want to know you. I want to believe in you. I want to become a follower of yours. I want to be your disciple, your child. Cry out to him now, and that those rivers will be unleashed like a raging flood on the inside of your life. <coughs> we want to talk some more about this because notice that Jesus says, if any man thirsts, let him keep coming to me and keep drinking. That is an invitation, not only to initially come and drink, but to keep on drinking throughout the remainder of your life as a child of God. And we'll talk about the significance of that tomorrow. May the grace, the joy, the peace, and love of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, be yours today in fullest measure.